You talking to me? Rex, you're not in 3D. Of course I'm in 3D. You never know what you're going to get. Cinephile. Roslyn Hyams. Hello and welcome to our fans of films in French. This month saw the French release of Swiss film Fortuna, starring 19-year-old Ethiopian actress Kidis Seombeza, whose performance, along with Bruno Gantz, won them an award at the Berlinale Festival in Germany this year. Also, I Feel Good, from directors of social conscience and a multifaceted sense of humour from coy to gross, Gustave Kervin and Benoît Delepine. Saturn, Cinefile. RFI's main feature. First up, Fortuna, the name of a 14-year-old Ethiopian orphan who we meet in a monastery in the Swiss Alps. She's in love with fellow African, Kabir, 12 years her elder, who, like her, has landed in this alien snowy landscape fleeing conflict or hunger. Fortuna slips from English to French and falls easily into her native Amharic, which no one around her understands except 26-year-old Kabir, who proves not to be the salvation she longs for. The director is Swiss Germinal Rouault, who I met at the Angoulême French Film Festival recently. He told me that Kidist was a real find. C'était difficile parce que je cherchais une jeune fille qui vient d'arriver et qui parle pas encore bien le français. It was difficult because I wanted a young person who hadn't learned to speak French properly. It's really hard for anyone who has learned a language to sound as if they hadn't. So I managed to convince my producer that I should audition in Ethiopia. In Addis Ababa, I met hundreds of girls. And then Kidist walked in. It was immediately clear that she was right. Not only because she's an extraordinary actress who is able to appropriate stories and to share them, she doesn't act. She experiences her role. I also needed someone young and who could stay the course, not only act in a film, but also come to Switzerland, far from her family for three months, in the cold, snowy Alps. Not only to make a film, but also to be close to her, in the cold, in the snow, in the mountains. In this extract, Bruno Gantz, as the abbot of the monastery, asks one of the key questions in this film, whether when we want to do good, have we understood what is good for the recipient of our kindness? J'ai réalisé que parfois notre vision de ce qui est bon ou juste ne l'est pas forcément pour l'autre. Quand j'étais adolescent et que j'ai vu Wings of Desire de Wim Wenders, c'est je pense le film qui m'a donné envie de faire du cinéma quand j'étais When I was a teenager, I think the film which, at the time, made me want to be a film director was Wim Wenders' The Wings of Desire. I wanted something of Bruno Gans himself about the character. He has a very particular way of speaking French. He has a Swiss-German Zurich accent. He makes mistakes here and there in French. His accent gives a certain musicality to the way he speaks, and I rewrote his dialogues with that music in my head to capture something of him. Here's a film where sound and silence are highly evocative, as is black and For me, it was very important to work with all these sounds of ambience, the sound of the wind. The ambient sound was very important for me, to hear the wind, the mountain, so you can feel how cold it is there when you hear the snow, the wind that makes the monastery's beams move. I had to create the atmosphere in this place, 
feel what the refugees feel. After visiting several refugee centers, I realized how these people are just waiting, waiting to find out what destiny has in store for them. Will they be allowed to stay? Will they have to leave? They don't know. They wait. The sound in the film is also a way of allowing them to settle in that place, to feel the weight of time there and of the silence. Primarily, I am a photographer. I worked for magazines and always in black and white. Black and white has gradually become my own mode of expression. It's the language that I speak the best. When I write my scripts, I write them for black and white film. The audience relates in a different way to black and white images and color. I often say that black and white images remain unfinished and only become complete when the spectator is watching. Take two. Cinephile, guest of the month. Gustav Kervan, a writer and film director born in Mauritius, is a bit of a French hero, known as a satirical writer, and for his work together with co-director and satirist Benoit Delapine. Their latest film is called I Feel Good. It has the pull of actor Jean Dujardin. Remember him in Michael Hazavenisius' silent film The Artist, an historic Oscar winner in 2012. Dujardin plays the rotten capitalist in the story, opposite Yolande Moreau in a sibling setup, where she's a darling social worker with a charity recycling residential centre run by the NGO Emmaüs, which has been helping people who have mostly fallen off the bottom rung of society since 1954 when it was founded in real life by a man known as Abbe or Abbot Pierre. Mon frère, Caravan told me that the sometimes crazy and sometimes less crazy I Feel Good is not your usual feel-good movie, but it is supposed to be optimistic. Our film goes beyond politics. Jean Dujardin's character incarnates the sort of capitalist virus which penetrates a vulnerable organism, one which is more collectivist than communist. It's the clash of these two worlds, one which wants to have ideas, be rich and beautiful at any cost, and the others who are surviving but who have a more satisfying life than his. He's looking for a meaningful life. It's the point of this film, this clash between, let's call it communism, communism and capitalism. We've seen that communism doesn't work, that capitalism will not work. Anyhow, no one's ringing the alarm, but we wanted to do it in a simple way and at the same time say a utopia does exist in the Emmaus recycling village. Perhaps this is a solution, in inverted commas. It's a bit naive to say that. You, along with Benoit de Lépine, have chosen some highly symbolic shortcuts to talk about all this. Jean Dujardin appearing, first of all, in a bar bathrobe and slippers coming from a spa which he hasn't been able to pay for of course but um, he arrives but walking along the side of the motorway you've symbolized that idea of capitalism taking a wrong direction also using a country in eastern europe like bulgaria that is now finding its supposed joy in taking advantage of the wealth of others, but at a low-cost rate, mm. to do beauty treatments, mm. which turn out to be really ugly treatments. The film, in a way, broaches many geopolitical subjects in countries like Bulgaria and Romania, and also Thailand specialized in so-called medical tourism 
We also show a two-speed society, the extremely rich and the extremely poor, where the differences are even sharper than where we live. There you can see Ferraris next to donkey carts. It's fascinating. Nobody seems to care. It's crazy. In rich countries like ours, the rich get richer, while the middle class is more vulnerable, and it seems there's nothing we can do about it. So the film is about these issues in a comic way, but I hope that everyone will ask themselves these kind of questions. Take three. Here's a French actor now who's having a fabulous year. He plays a mixed-up lover in Christophe Honoré's Plaire Aimé et Courir Vite, which roughly translates as Attract, Love and Beat It Fast, which made it to Cannes. Then in September, he's in two films that are in the halls, Photo de Famille, Family Photo, with Vanessa Paradis, Camille Cotin and Jean-Pierre Bacry, which topped the box office scores for the first week of this month. Le Ventourne, The Wind Turns, is out this last Wednesday of the month. Pierre Deladonchamp plays the frustrated bio dynamic and valiant boyfriend of 21st century Heidi, played by Melanie Thierry, Pierre de la Donchamp. My grandparents were farmers and I like the character that I play because he's uh, very convinced of things and even if it doesn't work, he tries harder and harder to get it. It's about choices also, but knowing what choices you're making most of all. Yeah. Because he tries to make choices, but it has consequences in their life. Sometimes there is doubt from her, and my character tries to say, no, it's okay, we're going to do it. Uh, Believe me, it's the good way to do with the animals, with the, the farm, with electricity. That's the best way right now in 2018 to live. We get the impression in the film that you are less hands-on, you're less physical with the farming, less so than the character of Pauline, Melanie Thierry, when the cow is giving birth, who's actually handling it. You handle the electricity and the turbine, the wood. The director wanted the female character and the male character not to be, um, how do you say, stereotypes. She wanted her to be physical and me not to be as physical as you could imagine in a couple. Pierre de la Donchon brings us to the end of this month's Cinephile. Thank you for listening. From me, Rosalind Hyams. So long, farewell. On est pas bien là? Hein?